Welcome to Life in Isolation. This is your host, Damien Panitz. You are listening to a podcast created in the confines of a small Brooklyn apartment in the heart of Ground Zero, isolated from the infection. Please prepare yourselves for a journey into the minds and thoughts of people from our great planet living life in isolation. Today, we will be speaking with Ryan Collison. Ryan Collison is a veteran filmmaker. He's been working in film for over 20 years. His specialty is called Foley. Foley is the craft of recording custom sound effects that are inserted within a film or television program. Foley's are basically the reproduction of everyday sounds that are added to films, videos, and other media in post-production to enhance audio quality. Foley artists recreate the realistic ambient sounds that a film portrays. The props and sets of a film often do not react the same way acoustically as their real-life counterparts. The best Foley artists are unknown or unseen. They're behind the scenes. You cannot see them. And if you do, or you're able to hear them, they have indeed failed at their job. A Foley artist, a Foley engineer, or anybody within the Foley department can be equated with magicians and alchemists alike. Their jobs are magical, and they do create a magical third dimension in all of our movies and soundtracks. Today, we will pull back the curtain and reveal Ryan Collison in his Life in Isolation. Hey, Mr. Ryan, how are you? Good, what's happening? Yeah, how are you holding up? Good, okay. Everybody's yeah. fine here. Still, still working, and uh, girls are still uh, doing... I mean, their school is amazing. So they, they they picked up. They didn't even miss a day. Wow! You know, they they shut the school down on on um, on uh, whatever it was. The, the the it was on a Friday, and and uh, it was the day you know the day that Cuomo shut everything down. That it was on on that day. And then uh, Monday morning, they were on Zoom sessions with their teachers and. Uh, all the kids were staring at screens and everything like that because they have, they have um, just part of their protocol at school. They got, they've been on uh, computer since maybe like the fifth grade or something like that. Now all the kids, even like the first graders, are on computers at that school. So, long story short, you know they didn't miss a beat like public schools. Those kids were like, they were down for for about a week or so. So. They were able to get their spring vacation and everything, their Easter vacation. You know, they they were home that week. Wow. So, well, home, you know, in, in uh, certain terms. Of course, they were home the whole time anyway. But, um, but uh, yeah, they're, they're doing great. It just sucks for them because they're in the eighth grade now. So it's like they graduated this year. And oh, I, I how's know it's that? not high school, but, you know, so it's they're bummed out because it's, you know, this is like, this is the best time for them. This is when they're, uh, you know, this is like the time feels great being in school. It's all winding down. Class trips are coming up. And school dances and everything like that. So, and the graduation ceremony itself. And it's all, it's all out the window now. How are they you dealing know? with it? You know, look, they, they understand. They're not like little kids anymore. You know, they understand what's going on. And they handle their disappointment pretty well and pretty quietly as compared to what it used to be like it, a couple of couple of tearful moments but nothing nothing crazy eighth you know? grade how, how old is that that's they're 13 
13, holy cow. Yeah, they turned 13 in November. So, you know, they're, they're getting ready to go to high school next year. They're going to different schools, you know. So it just sucks because it's, you know, now it's done. They're not going to be getting together with these kids anymore that they've been with their whole lives and everything. You know, that's, that's the tough part for them. You know, they're done being part of that community. And, you know, it's, it's kind of disappointing for parents, too, because we all, we all like each other, you know. And uh, we're all missing out also. You know, I don't hang out with them too much, though, but. But yeah, even even just the, the the moments you get as you're passing your child off to like um, I don't know if they're doing dances anymore or, or you know whatever they're doing you know my my, my son yeah. not even close to that yet but you know he's missing out on all the activities they they have a school sure. camping trip where the kids go out and and spend I think it's like three nights and four days camping and but it's it's like light impact camping in a cabin. Um, yeah, it's tough. You can't make any plans right now. You know, it's there's like nothing you can do at all. All these nice things you think about doing. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can be yeah, creative and you find things to do. You go to the park and all that still. And you know, quite frankly, everything costs money anyway. So it's not like you're constantly doing something that's you know. But it's just nice to be. It's nice to be able to say like you know like maybe we should go away next weekend or something like that. It's, it's just not a thing right now, you know and. And for your kids, too, you know, like you were mentioning, you know, it's like, you know, he's, he's involved in all these activities. It's, you know, there's kids there that he likes, there's things to do there that he likes. But I'm sure he's okay, though, right, through all this? Is he doing all right? Ironically, he's sad about not going to school, and he misses going to class. Yeah, that's a lot of kids are saying that. You know, a lot of kids are surprised to hear themselves say that, too. <laughs> yeah. You know? For me, when it, when this first happened, I was like, that's a dream come true for any kid in, in high school and below. Yeah, really. <laughs> What's it, is he in, like, fifth grade now or something? Uh, wrapping up the fourth grade. Fourth grade? Wow. That's, that's great. So the the girls there, there are they depressed as well? Or, you know, are, are like, bummed out? A little bit. Not Not bad, though. You know, it's circumstances could be much worse, and uh, <clears throat> and that's that's a good thing about it too, because I mean we're we're all here together. They're at that age now too, though that it's like they're and it just started happening during this during the quarantine. They they hit that age where like now they just go into their bedroom and they close the door, and uh, and they're in there, <laughs> and that's it. We don't we don't see them for hours, you know. <laughs> So I guess not not a big effect on your life. <laughs> no, but they definitely they're self they're self isolating for months. That's for sure. Yeah, and, twi- uh, twin girls. My lord, that's got to be that's got to be interesting to watch. To watch. Do, do they do the same things? Like, do they both go and they, they don't share? The, do they share their, the same room still? Or they're very, yeah, oh yeah, we're still in the same apartment right now. Yeah, but uh, they they share a room. They, I mean, they're really close. You know, it's it's. It's not weird, but it's definitely more than uh, certainly either of us have ever gotten with our siblings. I mean, they like push their beds together and, and almost like they're in the same bed, you know? I mean, they just, they're always they're physically very close, the two of them. They're always need to be near each other. They're always like, you know, um, even if they're sitting there, you know, like a lot of times they like, they still like cuddle with each other and stuff like that. It's really interesting, you know, it's, there really is a bond. I don't really see that often with a lot of other siblings, 
me and my brother were like, you know, get the fuck off me. We touched each other. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see me and my brother. Get the fuck away from me. Don't put your arm around me, you know. <laughs> you big douchebag. <laughs> right. Even for like taking a picture, you know, it's like, it, like my brother would grab my hand and shove my arm off of him. You know, he didn't want anything to do with any of that. Both of them were like that, too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like really mean spirit. It's just they didn't, you know, that's the way they were. Yeah. But, uh, so now I'm a part owner. Okay. Oh, I'm part here. owner this year. Yeah. Damn. So, that's good. That's bad. Yeah. It's great and terrible it's, at the same time. <laughs> oh, it's great and great at the same time. It's just so cool. My employees are, well, you know, Ms. Fang, of course. Yep. Um, my employees are great. And I got uh, <clears throat> a few more now. Uh, we have, we were, we're up to nine people now at the company. How awesome. I got nine people working with us right now. I mean, me being one of them and Leslie and Andrea being, you know, they're co-owners too, but of course, I count them because you're still you're still an employee when you're an employer. It's the weirdest thing. I never even thought of it that way. But like I, I'm still making the same salary now as a, as an owner that I was before. Um, but you know, you get quarterlies when uh, when there's a profit. So that's where you know that's where it comes in. That's where it's nice to be a boss, right? You know, to be an owner, you know, rather. It's like a, like, so, a, like a bonus, I guess. Right? Is that what that is? Yeah, I, yeah I, totally. I'm just a salaried worker and a freelancer still. <laughs> a little, I get a little bit. Yeah, of I would have been fine with that. You know, I would have been totally fine with all that. But you know, it's yeah. I figured, you know, let me let me try and make a big move here in life and just see where it goes. And you know, the opportunity was there. I did it with with no help. I did it all on my own. You know. So are you, my are father you, was my father was like. Uh, I was thinking about Ryan, and uh, I think I'm going to lend you the money for this. And I said, "Nah, it's okay. Thank you. I'm going to do this on my own." Oh. You know, he's like, "Yeah," and he was like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, "Yeah." So I refinanced the apartment. I cashed out against it, and uh, and I used that to buy twenty uh, percent. Oh, so, there it is. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. So that was uh, that was that was a good thing, man. You know, I really uh, I'm glad I did this. And the first quarter was gigantic it was more than we've we did better in the first quarter than i've done than the company's done in any year that we've been open and uh it's just we're, we're you know we're getting a lot of work right now and uh tell, tell me the name and of then it. alchemy post sound yes just for our listeners you know if there's, any, if there's any of this, there's, this is, there's anything you'd like me to plug? This episode, yeah, plug Sound Laboratories guitar pickups. <laughs> That's awesome. You making money on that? With the pandemic, I'm um, I'm just starting to get business again. You know, so like the first week, I got slammed. It was it was really strange. It was like, wait a minute, everybody's hunkering in. And it was all these guitar shops because I do I do um, custom jobs for guitar shops, but I also do huh? vintage repairs and things like that on the pickup. Oh, that's awesome! I wish I could do shit like that. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> that's so cool. So your so your your mom is no, my my mom is home. She she's oh, okay. Yeah, she's home recovering. She just she went in. She wasn't feeling well. I took her in. She had a test, and she showed up negative, and that was good news. 
Um, I shit a pickle because, you know, it was early in. I didn't know how I was, you know, how to avoid getting this. So I went to her house, basically. I was going to ask you, like, because here you are now moving her around. Yeah. And... You know, that's, that's pretty, you, all you're thinking to yourself is like, shit, I'm getting it all or not, right? Yeah, so, yeah. And you, and you never, you never came down with it. No. With your, your wife working in the hospital and, um, and you know, she's, she's coming home every night, right? It's, yep. Not I yet. see some people like kissing their kids through a pane of glass, you know, I'm <laughs> guessing that's not what was going on here. You know, it's, you know, I'm seeing these, every commercial now is. Is a COVID commercial. Oh, God, I don't have television. I I don't know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's that's what's going on. So there's been a near halt to all industry, particularly in entertainment. How has this affected Alchemy Post and your work? Are you getting films or any programming in? Working has got very creative. We have two people recording right now. Usually we have four people recording, two teams recording. You know, two engineers recording two different Foley artists at the same time in different rooms. And is that for and, social distancing? No, no, this is just what we've, our means of operation. We have, we usually have two teams working at the same time. Right now we only have one team working because we just can't have that many people showing up at work. But we have, right now we have two people coming in every day recording and they're staying away from each other. They're not in the same room. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't, and they don't, associate outside of uh the work that they're doing through mm. through a talkback system so and the rest of us are editing at home what, what, doing what kind of projects are these are these are these features tv shows yeah TV features shows. tv shows you know it was, i mean we were cranking before all this before all this happened mm. and then when it all hit we said all right it looks like everything's shutting down because it seemed like all the studios all over town was starting to shut down too yeah you know so then we start getting phone calls from from one of our clients, we'd be in the middle of a TV show and he would say to us, um, listen, we, we need to get the whole season done. Is there anything you guys can do? Can you uh, just cut in some Foley's or whatever? We just need to have something. And that's why we started having people recording. So we basically, for the past seven months, what was supposed to be just tying up loose ends and then riding out the storm turned into us still working every day. We have three TV shows right now that were shot before all this mm-hmm. and uh we still have two features that need to be shot that need to be that fully needs to be shot on them and uh, and we finished we finished a big job during all this too uh called chaos walking it's a doug Lyman movie with uh the kid that plays spider-man and the and the, and the young lady who's the jedi in the last star wars movies so um <laughs> yeah, like uh, that's how much I'm involved in the business right there. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a big sci-fi movie. So we finished that up, and uh, yeah, we're just still rolling right now. And uh, there's still a lot of work coming up. And there were some jobs that were supposed to come in, and uh, and we weren't not. We haven't seen them yet because uh, because you know, in a lot of ways, a lot of things are still on pause. But I'm hearing that that they are starting to shoot again, but on a very limited basis, like a lot of green, st- green screen stuff and uh, small crews um, shooting uh, very, very limited stuff right now. So, but production is starting to pick up again, um, but who, not much and mm-hmm. who knows how long it's going to be like this. 
Yeah, all my friends who, who you know, I, I live a few blocks away from the Navy Yards. Yeah. So I, I have a few friends that, that live around here that, that do a lot of production work. Oh, they're, but they're, they're dead. Oof. Yeah. Wow. Look, depending on, I'm sure it's going to start getting a little quiet now for us, too. Because it's just like with the writer's strike back in, what was that, oh, oh 08, I guess? I forget when it was. But yeah. basically, there was a writer's strike, shut down production for a while. And then things picked up again. And throughout this, the strike, we were still working. And shortly after, we were still working. And it just suddenly was completely dead for like two months. No work at all. And uh, it was because that's when it caught up to us. Mm. Because we're towards the end of the filmmaking process. So, um, yeah, that's that's uh, something we, that might happen on, uh, to us, too, eventually. But things are different now, too. There's so much content out there. Oh, it's incredible. So much work being produced that there's, there's stuff that's still sitting around waiting to, to uh, be shot. It's like a court system, almost, you know, this, <laughs> this project that have been waiting to be cut and, and uh, go to mix for probably like a year, maybe mm. even more, you know? The one I was telling you about, Chaos Walking, that was that was shot like two years ago, you know? And we just, we just finished working on it now. So it's not always like that, but that's just what was going on. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. there is enough of that going on right now. Well, that's cool. So you're getting a lot of the... A lot of the backup stuff, stuff that's been either shelved or waiting yeah, to move. Over. We get everything. Sometimes it's all circumstantial, in its, you know, in its own uh, in its own way. You know, it's we we don't like specialize in doing stuff that's been backed up for a while. We we get everything. You know, it's where we're starting. We grew as a company. We're starting to get a lot of bigger projects now. Mm-hmm. You know, the reputation got pretty good for us. So, you know, we're starting to get a lot of tier one uh, type work. Oh, sweet. I have to go uh, say happy Brothers stay from the curb. And uh, and uh, and then I'm going to go pick up some German food for dinner. It's the All best right. part of living in Queens. It's like a, one day, one day, um, where did we go? We had, we had Greek food for dinner. We had, we had uh, Thai food for lunch. And we went out for uh, dessert at a, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, man. What kind of bakery was it? I forget. But it's like in, Queen, it's, in Queens, it's, it's un- unbelievable. Like the, the amount of different foods you can get here. It's just just the diversity of, of living in this neighborhood is, is the greatest thing. You know, that's just one aspect of it. I, I miss it, Queens. I miss it, Queens dude. Oh, greatest place. Everybody God. always shits on Queens. Nah, I you know? know. I know. Everybody shits on the pizza. Yeah, the pizza here is fantastic. I know. I know. I go to that have been around for forty years. I mean, and some more. Yeah. And you know, it's and uh, that's that's the way it is. You know, you don't drive around really and find like Ruby Tuesday. I mean, there's there's little places where there's all uh, uh, cluster, you know small clusters of like uh, strip strip malls and box stores and things like that but um but you don't find like ruby tuesdays here you know if you if if you go out for for a burger i mean there's there's like specific places you want to get them at you know cherry valley if you want like a fast food kind of burger it's way better than going to mcdonald's you know if you want like a gourmet uh, burger this you know like the german restaurant picking this up out here this neighborhood's amazing that way like if you lived in indianapolis you know, I, I bet you if you could do one of those things you know one meal one of those me- meals once a month like that would be too much to ask for. Yeah. You know, and 
I, it's just that's the greatest thing about living here. Um, so anyway, let me go because okay. I got to go okay. say hello to my mom. All right, dude. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. 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 I'm sitting directly behind the giant team. That's what we called it when we were kids.